0: there's got to be a point in all of our lives when something happens and we become a seeker
1: welcome everyone to the seekers of the eternal podcast we have a special guest today jay and i are very excited to have rizza vibes with us today and let's begin as always before we dive in, we'll just relax and release the energy in the body and a little prayer to start our time together. So let's take in a deep, normal inhalation and all the way out. And now double inhale and tense all the muscles. Tense and a low, medium, high. Vibrate with willpower and exhale. Relax, release, and feel. Again, inhale and tense low medium high tension in all the muscles and exhale relax and feel last round inhale intense low medium high tensing all the muscles in the body and exhale relax and feel divine mother heavenly father dearest friend beloved god Be with us in meditation. Be with with us in this podcast. Be with us all the time. Be behind our every thought, our every word, our every action. Let these words be beneficial to all those who connect with them. Aum, peace. Amen. Mm -hmm.
2: That's
3: beautiful. Mm
1: -hmm. So nice to be with you. So nice to see your face. Yes. and to be able to have this time to chat this is we have with us risa vibes and i just wanted to read a little your your bio here just so we can hear a little bit about you and then dive into the conversation explore all these different avenues sure so risa vibes is a multi-dimensional channel galactic shaman intuitive mentor hippie soul songstress activating higher vibrational frequencies within the mind body and spirit Through her intuitive luminary coaching, sacred energy readings, enlightening events, experiences, uh, conscious music, and much more. Over the past eight years, Riz has been guiding and supporting spiritually conscious people and illuminating their divine gifts and navigating their enlightenment path. With the addition of her bachelor's degree in science, degree in sociology, in psychology, sorry, and experience in behavioral health counseling, Rissa also merges her intuition with therapeutic expertise to provide balanced services for all. She absolutely loves fulfilling her purpose and uplifting the world in this way. And you also offer services um, and one-on-one coaching to to others. So yeah, we'll be diving into all that and. Um, making this available for people to be able to connect with you more and more. So thank you for being with us.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I was so full. My heart is so full just in the presence of this energy. It's beautiful.
1: Mm, wonderful. I feel the same. We connected through every week, uh, we through Seekers of the Eternal, our podcast and the Web3 community that we're building here. Every every Tuesday we do a warriors of light broadcast where we gather with other light warriors and we do a short meditation visualization and imagine that light wrapping around mother earth and healing all of the the humans and the animals and the the oceans and the air and uh was looking for uh, a song to play and yours came to mind um I had found your music maybe a couple of years ago, and was uh, just so happy to to find uh, so much great conscious hip-hop music and r and b music that's being put out right now and and yours really stood out. Of course, with your Healer's Unite song as well as the the song that you have Warrior World. those both were. Mm-hmm really right in line with what we were looking to activate and and to um, gather with people so those those songs really spoke to me and that's how we got in touch just talking through Instagram there so it's wonderful to be with you now and maybe we can talk a little bit firstly about about your music Um, when did you get started making music and what did that path look like
3: Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for the love and support of Warrior World and Healers Unite first off, because those two are so near and dear to my heart and especially Warrior World. Both of them are channeled. All my music is channeled, but um, Warrior World just has this this energy. It's maybe one of my favorite songs I've written thus far, uh, just in exactly what you described. I envision you know, just a loving light wrapping around the world and us really harnessing our warrior of, warrior of light power to to help heal the world. So thank you for that acknowledgement. Um, my journey with music has been so powerful and so infinite. I have been writing music since I was little. I've been writing songs and always dreamed of being a musician, an artist, a singer ever since I was little. Um, but I was always a little shy. You know, I used it as therapy mainly. And so all of the things I would write and sing were very vulnerable, you know, as most musicians can <laughs> really. And so it took me a little while to get to the point where I was ready to share my music. And in reflection, it's it was so right on time as always, um, because it was after my activation from my dark night of the soul and my awakening of my gifts again uh, from shutting them down when I was younger. After that, that's when I was really able to muster the courage to share and felt so called to share the music. And the music at that point was just at a higher level of vibration and really ready to to emit the codes of light that it was meant to so the spirit of the music chose me and I chose it back and I'm I'm so grateful to be a vessel for it and you know consciously allowing it to flow
1: mm-hmm. I, I actually I, I, I pasted some of the lyrics to that song just because uh, for people that haven't heard it before and and this is this is actually a term that that my spiritual teachers use warriors of light Seeing seeing us as warriors of light, those of us who've come here during this time, really empowering yourself to know like why you're here and that you can really have an effect on this planet. If you can see, if you are someone who's gone through these dark nights of the soul or are interested in doing shadow work you can become a light in the darkness and then we can gather together and and activate each other and be able to if we have you know you have a lot of little pins of light and we all yeah. gather together you get a really bright light even just candles of light you know mm-hmm. so i love this idea of being able to find others through their creative offering so i'm so happy that you put this music out <laughs> just some of the lyrics here I was just going to read here. So um, warriors so lifted, warriors of light, warriors so gifted, warriors unite. We have swam the rivers, sang under moonlight. We are nature's healers. We are cosmic sky. We've got the power. We've got the light. We've got the fight. We are here to save the world. Just a little bit of that. I I, I love thinking about it in that way. And, and music can kind of help you. You know, you can read scriptures and you can do all these, but the music can really help to uh because music is vibration and we're all vibration, it really helps us to uh put these teachings into action. So yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit of the lyrics there.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I truly feel that especially with that song, you know, I have many visions when I listen to and create music. And with that song, I kind of imagine, you know, all the healers and warriors of light around the world kind of getting that oomph, that that pep talk that they need to go out and be the light that they are, you know, consciously and unconditionally, um, even when it's, it's tough, you know, I kind of think of it as like a spiritual Marvel movie of some kind. It's like, you know, ready to go and, and, mm-hmm. and bring the light and, and fight that good fight in a, in a beautiful way. So, yeah, thank you for
1: that. Mm -hmm. I see it in that way, too. Just like, yeah, we're these superheroes on Earth. This is like a movie that we're all in. We should see it. Of course, they're villains. Of course, there are... Darkness in the world. That's that's how a movie goes. That's you know every every good superhero movie has to have darkness involved, and then the, the the heroes gather together. What was um what were some catalysts for your becoming interested in exploring your own consciousness? Did that start at an early age, or was there a mentor, or was there a certain what kind of catalyst came into your life to make you yeah start that I... path.
3: I Well, I've always had a gift of intuition and I've always seen spirit and energy since I was really young, probably as early as four or five years old, I was seeing spirit and angels and, um, you know, passed on loved ones coming to me and, and giving me messages for the family and things like that. And I was really afraid of it when I was younger because um, I was raised, you know, in a more dogmatic version of religion and spirituality. And so um, my family didn't really know what to tell me. They were just kind of like, pray about it. And uh, I don't know, this is kind of weird, taboo. And so I was kind of made to feel, um, you know, afraid of it. And so when I was younger, I kind of shut it down. Um, there was a point when I was in the Girl Scouts, and I was like having a sleepover and in like Prescott for a camping trip. We were in this big auditorium building. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I saw all these angels hovering over everyone. It was like a golden ceiling sky of angels and they were all moving and kind of trying to talk to me and i was like okay i'm about 11 10 or 11 now i know this isn't my imagination you know <laughs> this is real and uh it was it was kind of terrifying at, at first because i didn't know what to do about it and i wasn't really educated and so um i i shut my gifts down i remember just kind of like praying underneath my covers like go away go away i don't know what this is Um, but it wasn't until I got older that I started having a lot of anxiety and I went through my dark night of the soul with addiction and I came out of that and, you know, was more of a clear vessel again, but I was having a lot of panic attacks and anxiety just paralyzing my life and I tried everything and nothing was really solving the issue. And I had a friend who did these angel readings and I really didn't have any other options. So I was like, I was told this is taboo, but something's telling me to go get this reading because I don't know what else to do to clear this anxiety and it's angel reading. So it it, it should be okay. Right. You know? (laughs) And so I went to her and she told me, you know, you have this gift, you've had it for so long and you're kind of. Re- resurrecting it now that you've cleaned your vessel and you're no longer using drugs to numb yourself from all the feelings and things. And um, you're meant to be a beacon of light and, and let this energy run through you. And the anxiety is really a product of you feeling all the energy, but not knowing how to translate it. And it's all holding within you and you're like imploding, you know? And so she gave me uh, my first deck of Oracle cards and told me to pull a card every time I felt anxious to start to let that energy translate itself through me. And as soon as I did that, I mean, I, my anxiety was just gone. It was Incredible. And so at that point, I was like, oh, I need to learn everything about this. Mm -hmm. You know, I finally have a direction on where to look and to find answers for these gifts and for these things that have been happening to me for so long. Um, And it's providing me healing. So I know it can provide others the same. So that was really what dove me into everything I could learn about meditation and intuition development and metaphysics. And that's when my guides, you know, my higher self and God source energy started really speaking through me, and in my experience with synchronicities, and really kind of putting me through this like spiritual boot camp. Like I would be like deep into crystals for what? for a couple months, then I was deep into yoga, and then I was deep into uh, channeling. And every time I would learn something new, it's like those things would activate within me, and it was just a powerful experience. And I'm, I'm still, you know, a student of it every day. So I'm grateful for
1: that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And um, Jay, did you have any questions you want to jump in here uh, it, while we got you?
0: Yeah, it's, it's very inspiring. Um, you know, I think that there's probably a lot of people who go through by feeling that there's something inside of them that they're capable of more, there's a light that needs to shine, but they don't have Maybe they don't have that type of experience or they don't have the courage to express it. So when you do meet people like that, I guess, because I'm sure now people come to you um, as because you, you're full of light. It's hard to miss you uh, when they come to you and say, how can I find my light? What are some of the things that you suggest to people as they you know try to find that light within?
2: Mm,
3: first of all, just self-love. You know, I think it starts there is recognizing that they have a beautiful energy. Everyone has a unique energetic signature. And so once you start to acknowledge the unique aspects of yourself, your authenticity, and you start to love it more instead of think of yourself as different, something to be ashamed of, outcast, whatever, you know, you start to love the things that make you different. You start to recognize why those things are there and why you're meant to express those things to the world and why the world needs those differences that you have. And that self-love, you know, helps you to go within and see your own light. Um, Another thing I would say is meditation, you know, just sitting with self, quieting the mind, getting rid of the distractions that life throws at us that can sometimes divert our attention from our own conscious awareness and our channel to God's source. Um, So those are the, the definite first two things and then I think the next thing would be any type of intuition and breath just breath itself you know using the breath to move energy to feel energy to be present in energy because the breath is is our life force and it's always communicating to us mm. so I think that's those are some powerful things that I've tapped into and that I, I usually uh, suggest for others
0: I love it I have uh, two little girls I always put it through that filter because I oh I do it for myself, of course. And then I can pass something on to my kids or do a you know practice with them. Um, and I have a little eight-year-old who I just, you know, if I she's, she, you know, if I if I think about her too much, I'll cry because that's how much mm-hmm. light I think she has. And I can and, feel that. I almost
3: get emotional just feeling them. <laughs> it's like <yeah. laughs> they're
0: powerful. And I and she has like this incredible, you know, into she's only eight, but she has this incredible intuition and she's everyone that you know she has an interaction with kind of feels like she's like an old soul or she or she's very familiar and Mm -hmm. um you know but because because it's a lot for her sometimes she has trouble channeling it and she's it can it can be very emotional and she sometimes can't even articulate why she's feeling the way that she's feeling but uh so this is this is like a very important conversation for me I I see I see a lot of my daughter in, in you in uh the light Um, And I'm hoping that she finds her, her path like you found yours. Um, Yeah, thank you for
3: saying that, because uh, a big part of with my journey, you know, being a young child and having those gifts and not really being able to articulate or understand why I had them and what to do with them. um, One of my biggest passions, especially recently, is holding space for children, intuitive kids. And I do, you know, events and, and counsel children as well through their intuitive gifts, because they're so close to source. They're, you know, we're just there, you know, and they, they just came from that. And they have this inner knowing and wisdom, but they, are also learning how to be in this more dense world and experience. And so that's a very interesting thing to navigate for a child. Um, and so it's a big, big passion of mine to make sure every child who has the gifts, which I feel like all do, are felt you know, safe in their gift and acknowledged in their gift and also can learn ways to to utilize their gift in a graceful way.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you
3: yeah sending so much love to
1: your kiddos it's beautiful yeah it's encouraging thinking about all of the parents now that are interested in cultivating their kids gifts rather than what you know the sort of generation that we grew up in where like you were (laughs) mentioning that just this is something taboo to be feared to and then you have to just go through it and but I think those of us you know and like you know jay and people that are becoming parents have gone through that and now they know how to better offer this support for children who are realizing their gifts since it was such a difficult journey for all of us to recognize our gifts accept them and while you were talking it just really made me um remember and just think about how so often you know people listening. The things that can cause you anxiety, the things that you you don't like about yourself, the things that you wish were different. And of, oftentimes there are little clues to gifts that you have. And if you're open to, like you were talking about that self-love of loving this vessel that you have, this one, this is the one that your soul selected. So we should be happy to have this one and these issues and these (laughs) like difficulties that we go through because it's really if we're open to it and wanting to become the best version the best superhero that we can all of those things that got us to here are kind of molding and shaping us to be better channels
3: absolutely and i feel like so much of our dark nights of the soul or our shadow work, our flaws or things that we perceive as flaws or, you know, um, limitations, they are there to give us the opportunity to transmute and overcome them and to love them so that we can learn that path in that way and then show others the same who experience similar things. So, you know, I always tell, especially my clients or anyone else that I'm seeing going through those kind of dark nights or those insecurities, you know, this is in your being in your experience to help you be your own healer first. And then once you're able to be your own healer and your own warrior of light first, then you get to be that healer and warrior of light for others. And that's why it's happening. So you can pass that wisdom on. And that's, you know, where the healers unite comes from as well Is just being able to acknowledge we're all healers. And we all get to unite and be healers for each other with things we've experienced.
0: Mm. i was uh i was telling chris i was listening to your music uh yesterday Mm. and it was it was so unique and special and 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 inspirational and full of life but it was also super contemporary like i could hear it next to alicia keys like that i was just (laughs) like i could put this in my car and vibe with it i could meditate on it you know, it was, it was so multi-layered. I want Mo, I want, I'm so sorry, I want um, as many people to be exposed to that feeling that I had listening to music, because I think that sometimes, I know we were talking about frequency, I think uh, last time, um, that the music we listen to today, it's almost been watered down a little bit, and it's not hitting that frequency that we all you know, strive to to attain, and uh, we all feel better um, on the inside when that frequency hits. And I felt that when I was listening to your music. So um, you know, how are you? I mean, social media definitely helps, but how are you getting your light out there? Do you ever feel like you want do you want you want to reach more uh, and expand more? Or Do you want that to kind of cultivate naturally?
2: Yeah,
3: I I feel like. Spirit does a lot for me, you know, it's like always sources just, you know, has a plan. And um, it's funny, you know, I always envision my music like wrapping around the world, sending this frequency of light, this web of light, you know, one person hears it and somebody else hears it and then it's lighting up, you know, the world. Um, I have a song called Aura that says, you know, I got all these little lights and that's literally what I see is is all these little lights being turned on through the vibration of the music and other conscious music as well. And over the last couple of years, um, I have noticed the music spreading more and I I just ask for Source to allow whatever's meant to be to be, and and I trust in its vision for the the spirit of the music. And it's been it's been exposed to a lot more people, you know, the last year even. I mean, it's been really really cool, and connecting with other conscious artists as well has been beautiful. I've been connecting with um, Lizzie Jeff, if you know of her, Illuminati Congo as well, um, you know, Lindrell, others that are just spreading that light and it's really, really exciting because, you know, before when I started this music, there wasn't really anyone out there emitting these types of frequencies in music. And a lot of the reasons why I felt so passionate about it was kind of what I was talking about being your own healer first. It was the music I wanted to hear that I wasn't hearing on the radio. So I was like, let me make the music I want to hear. And, um, you know, and Express what I'm experiencing and transmute some of the mainstream that's not at that vibrational level, uh, and and hopefully inspire it to rise, you know. Mm. And um, you know, I still listen to a lot of artists that are mainstream. I love Alicia Keys. I love so many other artists. Um, but it feels good to be able to see the music gaining more popularity, the conscious music gaining more popularity, because that means that hearts are opening more yeah. to that kind of path. And I think that's what really, that's the kind of affirmations that the world is most benefited from, you know, expressing yeah. and singing over and over and over again, because these are codes you know, that we're we're coding our subconscious with. So it's important yeah. to... Yeah, it's so, yeah I want I want it to spread I, I right now I just put it out there and you know um share it where I can I, I think marketing is like not my biggest zone of genius you yeah, know yeah. um so I just kind of asked spirit to do that part for me oh, that's beautiful <laughs> and it, I it feel like so. that's
0: authentic and everyone is aware of it you know the authenticity of that I sometimes feel like you know it's the the the, the natural light that i feel like i would love the world to have access to it sometimes gets um you know there's so much marketing and there's so much superficial it's like layers it's so thick that sometimes it's hard to even get through and sometimes even hard for me to access because i feel like we have to act go through so many layers to get to it um mm-hmm. but chris has taught me that you know whatever you're looking for you'll find and i really you know embrace that so Uh, I hope that the more, as you said, as people become more and more conscious and they start looking for it, they'll find it and won't be difficult.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: And like you were saying, it's so inspiring that there's so many people that are looking for this now. We are... Mm we are we are in this this new age of energy that is coming out of this this old ways the old ways are falling away and people are craving and looking for things that i mean we all want to feel good we all actually want to feel good and we know that the things that we previously thought made us you know that would actually you know we can't actually find true happiness and joy that lasts in anything material in any physical pleasures in any of those things that everybody previously was Thinking is the goal, recognizing that those don't actually bring us lasting happiness, and people are being turned onto the real thing, actually feeling bliss, if whether it's through a great meditation or a yoga practice or breath work or plant medicines or all the myriad ways that you can attune to divine qualities. you get a little taste of that. And then you put on your previous music and you're like, this is bringing me down this is like ego driven music that's boosting my ego and it just doesn't feel right when i find you know and then you start to go on a hunt of like can i find you know medicine music can i find healing music and you can find it probably in every genre now that you're looking for, for conscious artists that are looking to uplift the world with their art and yeah that's a i love connecting with artists who are doing that and then It seems like a lot of artists, when we start putting out this conscious art, that it often comes with Okay. Now I'm finding myself teaching. Now I'm finding myself wanting to uh, teach other people how to to feel this as well. Um, so I know y- you you offer healing. You have to, you offer readings in in different areas through tarot. Um, and maybe we will talk a little bit about the one-on-one coaching that you offer sure. to people because, yeah, we you may hear this and. It, you know, along my journey, I love podcasts and hearing about different artists and something, you know, could spark in your mind. of like, wow, that really could be powerful for me. So I like introducing people to so many different ways that they can open up to conscious source.
3: Yeah. So my one on one offerings are very diverse, <laughs> very multidimensional. Um, I have a lot of different offerings. I have the past life readings that I do, past life regressions, which are really powerful. I guess that's most present on my heart right now because I just did one yesterday. Um, and these are really the opportunity for someone to go deep into their past lives or parallel lives and see what hidden gifts um. And what hidden wounds get to be healed and revealed and transmuted and activated into the present life experience for the soul's evolution. Um, I also do mediumship. So I connect to, you know, past on loved ones of the people that come to me. I do channelings. I've been a channel for some time, and so I do channeled activations where uh, the guides, deities, goddesses, whoever it may be that wants to speak to the, the individual receiving, they just channel through me um, very directly. You know, sometimes my voice will change, my mannerisms, um, the energy is really emitted really potently, of course, always accessing the highest love and light um, guides that are available. And and then I also offer more uh, simple readings, so general readings where we cover like love, work, family life, spiritual growth. Um, and then I do energy cleanses. So I do like Reiki, which is a Kemetic Reiki that I've been uh, a master of and, and attuned to, which is really powerful for chakra balancing and things like that. So those are more of my one on one, like kind of, you know, one um, booking type of things that people can get. But then I also offer the coaching. Uh, Which is if you're looking to develop your intuition more, if you know you have these gifts, if you're an empath or a healer or an intuitive, you know, this is where you get to really develop your intuition, learn about your gifts, learn about what it is expressing through you and how to open that up. And also how to protect your energy and be discerning of, you know, what's coming through. Um, that one's really powerful. That's a six-month course and coaching program that I've been offering for a few years now. That has been changing people's lives, just in allowing them to really see their true power and and step into that true gift that they are meant to spread throughout the world. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention is my intuitive counseling that I do, because this is also something that I've been really passionate about recently, especially you know after all of the quarantine aspects of our collective that that occurred the last couple of years you know we've we've kind of been forced to separate and social distance and all these things. And in that time we were all forced to look at ourselves uh, even when maybe we didn't want to. And so that's brought up a lot of, you know, wounds and shadow work for people and not everybody knows how to navigate that. So in the intuitive counseling, I'm able to connect to, you know, your spirit, your energy, and also use my therapeutic practices from my bachelor's degree in psychology to, and my experience in the field to to just kind of create a therapeutic experience to move through any shadow work or tough times that have come come up or surfaced from your life experience so i use oracle cards but i use them at the end of every session i'm really just a channel so i connect directly to um higher self and to the spirit guides of the person i'm connecting with and read the energy that way and just um you know let that speak through and and move through it together
2: Mm,
1: beautiful it's thinking about where we're at now with artists like you who are offering these type of things and thinking just like kind of going back in time before we had so many of these tools available to us and you're watching a podcast like this and just hearing about you know a musician that you love that now is teaching you intuition thinking back just in the recent past where it was like this this topic of mental health or seeking counseling or therapy it seemed like such a uh, a grim Thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you need help. You're crazy. You know, (laughs) we're gonna send you to this person who's gonna fix you, or you know, put you in. To think about where it's come now, and it should be in this way, where we're coming to it with a sense of curiosity rather than gloom about it. It's like, oh, maybe this thing that I've been um, resisting and and thinking is bad about myself, I'm hearing this now, and and wow, this sounds like fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like so. I think that was, that was the first, like for me, just starting to realize like, wow, this is, this is a fun thing. This is like something that we should be like curiously seeking after. And we can turn our, you know, our curses into gifts and we can learn that. I think we all really do have superpowers that are latent within us and our childhood and the taboos and people have told us over time to, to stifle them. But So maybe if, you know, like if you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling depression, it may just be because you have things that your soul really wants you to do and is giving you these these anxieties these depressions these all of these disasters that maybe are coming into Mm -hmm. your life are trying to show you something trying to to tell you like uh there's another way you should really explore these things Mm -hmm.
3: absolutely and you know i was doing therapeutic work in you know the more uh western medicine or western therapy practices and that's why i i had to leave you know i was called to to leave that field um, because it was more gloom and doom and limited. I couldn't talk about you know this intuitive message I was getting for someone or pull a card or tell them talk to them about their chakras. Um, and so it was very limited. And, and Spirit was like, you know this isn't really the container you're meant to serve in, but you were able to use the awareness and wisdom from that to now help others in this more hybrid way with intuition and the spiritual gifts that you have. And so um, that's why I think it's so important because it is, it's, it's allowing people to be excited about the work that they get to do in their soul that expands them into more of their fullest, purest, positive potential. And to really enjoy the process. And like you said, to have fun because so much of our traumas and our depression and anxieties are Created from our resistance to our inner child, you know, our resistance to that innocent version of us that wants to play and explore and adventure through life. And we're taught and programmed in this society to take things so seriously and work hard to get where you want to be. And, you know, um, you, when we think about our, our childhood, which is where we were growing the fastest and, and most, you know, palpably, we were playing you know, we were playing and we were having fun with our experience and we were looking at things from that light view. And that I really truly feel is what helped us grow so fast and, um, you know, so beautifully. So we get to bring that back through therapy, through intuitive counsel and whatever other ways, treats, events that you feel called to do, because, you know, it gets to be, it gets to be graceful and fun and beautiful instead of gloomy and tough and hard, you know, or laborious.
1: Mhm, beautiful. that's what it seems more and more if, if 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 you're on a spiritual path, if you're practicing anything, it should bring sense of joy and adventure yes. and and fun into your life. If it's not doing that, then look another way. <laughs> look for something <laughs> else. it's It's not supposed to be grim duty. It's not supposed to be uh, this thing that you're doing out of some uh, guilt or anything like that. It's, it's a fun, follow your bliss, you know, like Joseph Campbell said, it boiled down all of the, the teachings of the East into follow your bliss. And you can I I remember for me, just like it would be something somebody said, or you know, just a little somebody, you know, like would tune into somebody like you, and you would just say a word, and it would be like, oh, spark something in your mind. Pay attention when that happens when you yes. hear that. Rewind it, listen to it again, and then you know, go online and and Google the word that you heard. Yes. Or look into these things when that when that comes. Like, don't you know, put it away because so quickly, like a dream, it can fade away, and then you missed that little sign that your higher self was giving you. So it's important to act when you when you feel those sparks, I think, right?
3: 100%. And I think also, you know, just a little bit of what you were saying a second ago, um, you know, I think that's where oracle readings or intuitive readings kind of got a bad rep. and, And that's also where people get to use their discernment. Because if you're connecting with a reader who's saying, "Oh, you're cursed," and you know there's this doom headed for you, and you're stuck in this path that is you know treacherous that's um not really true to the source light you know God is love and and there's there's love in everything and and even in tougher times there's a way to transmute it there's a way to choose out of it you know through self development and expansion of your of your Light and so um, I think that's why people have shied away so much or felt taboo from readings or things like that because there was this kind of uh, layer of of doom and gloom and cursedness that was being projected um, and it gave it a bad rep. So yeah, definitely use your discernment if you're getting a reading or you're afraid of a reading um, because you've had one where it was very doom and do you know, doom struck in, um, mm-hmm. seek someone else who is more in that light, uh, Inner child excitedness about it because you know I've had so many people come to me for first readings and they're like, oh my gosh, I was afraid because I thought you are going to tell me I was cursed or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like it's never that. You always can choose a higher path. You always you get this information so you can shine light of awareness on it and be able to appreciate every experience instead of feel um, stuck in it or or cursed by it. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big one.
1: And yeah, a hundred percent. And it sounds like, you know, for somebody, if you're looking to get a reading from somebody, you know, the way that you're talking about it, you're not only saying, I know how to do this and I'm going to show you it's you can get an experience with it and feel it and and recognize the truth behind it. But then if you would like, I'll teach you how to do it because you know how to do it as well.
3: We all have the gift. And that's Mm -hmm. why when you're saying, you know, follow the synchronicities, follow the inspiration of your own sacred heart that is saying this is important or I had a dream about this and it feels significant look it up cuz that's your intuition that's your spirit self speaking to you through your gifts and showing you how to you know understand your path that, that way as well you don't necessarily need an intuitive or a reader um, people just do it when they are not able to tap into themselves or they're feeling like oh I, you know I don't feel like doing that right now but i always tell people you know try it yourself first try to hear your inner being first before you come to a reader um and see how to trust that whisper and make it louder because when you start trusting that whisper and you recognize that it's validating you and confirming things then you're like oh okay now I can hear that voice even louder and louder and louder and now you're in that stream of consciousness of your intuition so it's
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and when you start to tune into that intuition and just remember how it it's you can really scientifically, artistically get a sense of what it's like to feel true, deep intuition, and then also at the same time, you can learn how to tell the difference between intuition that's coming from something you're regurgitating in your mind or an emotion can make you feel like. It's an intuition, but really you're just you've got some emotional attachment to it and you could go down that emotional road and realize, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I felt so good about it at first. So um, do you have any um, in, any thoughts or, or, or insights to share with people who are looking to tune into that intuition and how to maybe navigate? I know it's a it's a deeper topic, but maybe just a few tips for people that are getting interest in this topic.
3: Sure. Yeah. I always tune into the sacred heart, which is I call the conscious compass or heart center. And so the conscious compass that's our heart center is our GPS. It's our navigation system. It's literally magnetic, right? We have the electromagnetic field around our bodies, our mind being electro, where it kind of identifies things and sparks inspiration and helps us see things. But then our heart is the magnet. It draws things in and also pushes things out. And so if you're an experience, for example, where you're being told something about, um, you know, yourself by a reader, for example, or even listening to a podcast or, or a video on YouTube, and your heart is starting to feel like it's closing down or restricted or kind of like mm, unsure, listen to that because your heart is not agreeing to something and there's a reason versus when your heart may feel really expanded when you're hearing something and you're starting to open up and sometimes opening up can feel really vulnerable but it's still an opening up right and your heart's still saying yes to this it's opening up and it's it's drawing that energy in for a reason so if you can start to the way your heart responds to something outside of the ego, because the ego sometimes will want to push something away, even though it feels true, right? That's the difference is your heart's still saying yes to it, but your ego, your mind, or your, your part of yourself that wants to stay attached to old programming is pushing it away, right? That's why focusing on the heart is so important. And when you do that, you start to tune into that discernment of, Yes, my heart is saying yes to this, so there's something here. And maybe even you hear a yes to one part of the sentence and then a no to another part, right? So that's where you can go on Google and dive deeper into that yes version and, and get more perspectives on it that can feel heart expanding and also kind of get rid of the stuff that isn't really aligning to your sacred heart or your conscious compass. And, you can use that for decision-making too. You know, is my heart saying, yes, this job offer or this new path in my business, or is it saying, mm, it's not all the way there. There's something missing, or there's something that needs to be tweaked, or there's something else out there that's more uh, heart aligned, right? So that would be my my biggest tip for, for that.
1: Thank you. I love that. Yeah. It makes me think about people who are listening that, the you know, these things sound interesting, but i'm uh, I'm working on my business right now, or I'm doing so busy. I have all these these goals and things I'm trying to do or support my family. when you know when you hear things like this, you can realize that maybe doing these kind of things will help you make so much better business decisions where you could save yes. years of your life by just having a fifteen minute morning practice or morning and evening practice where you're setting your goals, your intentions, keeping your intentions on what you're looking to manifest in your life rather than spinning your wheels. Or I know for me, before I was using meditation practice for making decisions, I would go off in so many different directions and be like, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. I felt so strong about it at the beginning and nobody could tell me nothing about it. You know, that's not always intuition. You know, when you get this like, um, you know, bullish thing in your head of you're going to do this and nobody can tell me different, you might feel like you're being intuitive there, but you might also be following your your emotions. And so I think for me, meditation is so practical. Yeah. And at first, you know, like when you want to get into it, you can start with just very small five minutes. Everybody could find five mm-hmm. minutes. And if you find five minutes in the morning and you tell your partner and your children, everybody, it's just like for five minutes, just five minutes, I'm going to be doing this every morning. I'm going to make a little spot in my room somewhere, maybe set up a little altar. And if you just sit there for five minutes, put on some headphones or something, just get rid of push pause on the whole movie. (laughs) And if you could just sit there for five minutes and make your intention of the day, That could be such a powerful thing that could lead you to deeper and deeper connections.
3: Absolutely. That's where I started, you know, and it's about quieting the mind from like you said, the bullish aspect of our being that's wanting to stay attached to some kind of stubborn perspective or some like etched path that other people have told us to walk um, or whatever we were conditioned to believe. And so when we do the meditation practice, we're able to really tune in to our inner being, ourself and into our heart. So we can actually understand what our heart even sounds like, what our heart even truly desires, you know, and how it can really guide us with that gps energy system to, to get us there um, but we have to start by tuning into it and i have a youtube channel on as uh, rissa vibes and i did a 30-day meditation dedication practice um what was that i think that was in november yeah or december maybe december um where i did 30 days and there's There's like 10 different meditation types that people can learn through just, you know, five, 10 minutes uh, of meditation. So if anybody is wanting a guidance on that, um, go check that out, because that can be your invitation to start learning about what type of intuition suits you best and how to even, you know, take that time and what to do when you're in that space.
1: Mm, amazing yeah people go check that out see that that you know it's and it's it's wonderful that there are so many flavors of teachers meditation teachers different yes. kinds of people you know you may be hearing this and you're really connecting with Risa and maybe maybe the way that she offers these meditations really will connect with you so there's so many different ones out there so it is just it's about using your intuition and your intuition if you're listening to this led you here and then you hear this and that can lead you to the meditation so i would say if you're you're feeling connected try exploring these other offerings and and see how it resonates with you sometimes and just because you've tried meditation in the past don't write it off Oh, I tried mm-hmm. it already. It didn't work. You know, like, <laughs> Yogananda says like it's like it's like diving for pearls. Don't, mm. don't find fault in the ocean and say there are no pearls. Find fault in your diving. Ooh,
3: <laughs> that's powerful. Yeah, I mean, I, I love being able to go into that exploration of uh, different teachers, different healers, different voices, different perspectives, because we're all connected to the divine source and we're all fractals of that. And so our soul and our spirit may need a different voice or a different type of guidance at different points in our life. And then sometimes our spirit just needs ourselves, right? Sometimes it's like, no, turn all of it off and just listen to yourself and tune into yourself and connect Mm -hmm. there um and that's why the intuition development is so important because you're able to know where and what to follow when you need it most and then it keeps you from going down paths where you're like oh I got distracted because somebody else did it this way and I thought I was supposed to and now I'm over here like what did I do you know all this time later um, but you know, you can always go back. You can always change your mind. You can always change your trajectory. So um, that's you know, that's the beauty of of having that inner voice and, and listening to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And as you as you develop that more and more, I think too, maybe like what you were you were referencing in the beginning, as people oftentimes are scared of these new things if they're not mm-hmm. used to working with them. You can be afraid of, and so often. <laughs> In all the documentaries that they put on HBO and all of these things, they're always showing us the charlatans. They're always showing us the bad versions, the ones yeah. who caused a lot of trouble and pain for people. And those are the things, just like like our news, it loves to just put out the darkness, the terrible things, because for whatever reason, our human the clickbait it just makes you click and it gets more and more likes. So. Mm-hmm to to the uh, however many like charlatans and, and and terrible people that are out there using spiritual things for nefarious reasons there are so many good ones that you don't hear about there's so many like for for my path of of kriya yoga i'm part of the ananda village community and since 1969 they've had uh, communities all that has been building and growing all around so starting in California and then all around the U.S. and in India and in, in Europe um, thriving communities full of meditating superheroes that you don't <laughs> ever hear about you wouldn't even know it didn't even come into your radar because Until you're ready, you know, you read autobiography of a yogi and you hear about Kriya yoga and then you start doing your, it takes, it takes your own searching, seeking to find it. It's not usually just going to be blasted at you on a billboard somewhere. Um, And when you're ready, you find the real thing and just having your your intention in your heart that you want to find. That was, that's how I found the real thing was. I was asking for that. I was like, I'm yes. ready for a lighthouse. I need something pure that I can, I want to dedicate everything I have to this and I need to know that it's going in the right direction. So yeah. I think when you ask for that, you find it.
3: Yeah. That's like, you know, searching the destination in the GPS, you know, if you don't have a destination with your intention in mind or in heart, then your heart's just going to kind of be looking for something but not really knowing where it's meant to guide you you know and so putting in that intention of i want the truth i want the pure light i want to feel confirmed in my own being of what i'm feeling and 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 learning um, and i want to expand in my light and and when you put that you know enter that into your gps your your heart's going to guide you there through your intuition so yeah that's that's so important
1: hmm cool and I was uh, seeing too that you've got an upcoming retreat as well yeah so you've yeah. got the intuitive luminary course and coaching program and then you also do your readings and then upcoming you have your healing and wellness retreat in how do you pronounce that that's Bacalar yeah in, Bacalar Mexico yeah Mexico near Tulum yeah
3: right? yes right right near Tulum it's so cool I was um I was in retreat, co-hosting a retreat in Peru uh, in September and uh, sat with Great Mother Aya, uh, which is so powerful. But uh, in that retreat, I was like the spirit of Tulum came to me and was like, oh, your next retreat is going to be near Tulum. And it was funny because I've never been to Tulum. I've only heard of it. Um, but then, uh, you know, a few months later, um, I met my divine partner, and, uh, you know, he was doing a retreat already in Bacalar, Mexico, and mm. it was right by Tulum, and he's like, let's do it together, and I'm like, this makes so much sense, you know, there's spirits showing up again and saying, yeah, this is, you know, the whisper of the spirit with Tulum, so we're really excited, um, it's a radiant soul retreat so it's um a beautiful opportunity for anyone no matter where they're at in their spiritual journey or how you know aware they are of spirituality to really step into more of their own soul's radiance and to access you know deeper meditation or try meditation for the first time learn about their intuition and how to recognize that voice um tap into breath work And yoga, we're going to be doing some silent dance, uh, silent disco dance parties and having fun with the inner child energy as well. And our real intention is to help people recognize the masculine and feminine aspect of their being and the balance of their own essence so that they can create and manifest whatever they want in their life, whether it's divine love or a new path in their purpose or their soul's journey, clarity or healing from trauma, whatever it is, you know, just accessing whatever that that new found awareness is to least blockages to your radiant soul. So it's going to be so fun. And it's in paradise. Right? I mean, bacalar is gorgeous. So, and I think it's important to, to retreat. I think retreat, it really helps people to get out of the monotony and the daily grind and the matrix aspect of their life. And be able to just tune in, you know, for five or six days, just tune in to that intention and really get their their spirit in alignment so that when they come back to their daily life, now there's there's this strong foundation and it's not easily wavered or distracted by by the outside world. So it's a powerful experience.
1: Mm, super powerful. Makes me want to be there right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come, Your partner, come. his name is Dion, right? Dijon, Dijon, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. very cool. So that yeah. you you'll be doing the the um that retreat together.
3: Yes. Yeah. He's a poet and a, a multidimensional mentor and an event coordinator. He does these amazing events called the glow up with many artists and yogis and breathwork facilitators and just creates this like portal experience of, of divine light. And so, um, yeah, we're pairing together with our with our gifts to, to hold space brothers. So we're really excited and we've got a little discount on it. I, we're doing like a $200 off until Sunday um for the the retreat to reserve your spot so there's some some nice little offering savings that were
1: given all right perfect yeah for those listening this is this gets released on friday so friday so you'll have saturday sunday you to 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 get this so that'll be the you know you've got two days to to get the discount it makes me think in the same way that we were talking about how um working on mental health used to be uh, this other thing it was while you were talking it makes me think now like vacations have a new Mm. upgrade think about past vacations that you're on thinking about okay where are we gonna go and then you go somewhere and and maybe maybe you just go with a partner with a couple of friends and oftentimes what is it you go somewhere you end up just getting drinks like touring places <laughs> always figuring out what are we you know do all this planning of how do we find interesting things and interesting people and it can be like you come back from a trip like that and you don't feel refreshed you don't know you feel, you feel, like feel exhausted break <laughs> you need another break <laughs>
2: totally. so, yeah
3: was- and when you do things that are like you know you know I don't Ever tell people to live their life a certain way. But sometimes, you know, drinking excessively for five days and you know, eating really dense foods and things, like it can be it can be fun for your for your for part of yourself, right? But then your body is like, wait, I didn't really enjoy that, you know? Or Mm -hmm. I forgot half of what I did at this place, you know, and Mm -hmm. or it creates, you know, a certain kind of energy. And so yeah, I think when you when you allow yourself to retreat and vacation in a place that has an intention to rejuvenate yourself and has planned and been designed to help you really feel recharged and and activated into a, a more clear energy you get to be more present in that space and really soak in all the beauty of it. And you also get to come back with this new awareness of the beauty of life, which doesn't always happen if you're, you know, just going on a vacation and not really setting that intention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, it makes me think of like certain vacations, like I going to Hawaii, and you've gone through all of this work to get there, plane flights, packing travel arrangements, getting a car, driving to these places, <laughs> seeing the sunset and for... For five minutes or something like that, where you finally sat, you know, you're on the beach and the sun is setting, and you're like, "Wow, okay." So you get that five minutes where you now you feel like, "Okay, I had some bliss." <laughs> and then then you have to get you know back in the car, do all these kind of things. But if you could have just a whole week where you're just in vibration, where you're doing things that are are created to help you tap into that divinity within you, you can feel bliss. You know, just uh, bliss on top of bliss on t- and, and decide, yeah. too, that you're going to go here to feel bliss. I, I like to th- lately have been thinking so much about that idea that say, say you and I, we go to a music festival yeah. and there's really just music recorded music playing and there's a a small person on a stage that's so far away but we decided (laughs) we're here to have fun so we're gonna have so much fun and everybody else around us decided to have fun so we're all have. we're just listening to music with other people there's really no but you're allowed to be in those situations very full of joy very full of we can do that Anywhere we're at, we can feel yes. that same level of joy. We can we can decide to keep turning up the joy. It's really within us, and so getting around friends who are doing that that you don't really need all this luxury. You don't really need all of these things to feel joy. And I think a retreat like this can teach you. You know, you, of course, you're, being in a beautiful location helps. Yes. Being in all this, so. Something that was coming to me this week, I shared, it, um, I shared it on the last podcast, but I think it's worth repeating is this, that when you're in a, a nice, peaceful environment, when the weather's nice, when you're in a, in a cool place or you're around good friends and you're feeling good, feel even better. Like feel even better feel even better like decide okay how good can I feel because we know we can feel good no matter what's happening in the world around us but it's easier when the sun's shining and there's a sunset or a rainbow or a bird singing or a good friend so practice when it's easy practice in meditation and then when times get tough you know you can invoke that joy even those times
3: yeah, and I think a big reason too, why we designed this retreat is so that we could teach people the practices that we use to cultivate that bliss, no matter where we are, you know, unconditionally, no matter what we're experiencing in our life, you know, breathwork, yoga, just dance parties, you know, and many other things and perspectives and and ways of being that can create that bliss. When you're back in your home, you know, doing your daily life experiences, whether it's going to work or tending to your family or whatever, you can cultivate that bliss, that radiance, because you've learned how to sustain it when you were there at the retreat and you were in that deep intentional portal, right? Um, Because we can create that portal anywhere. And and yes, encourage yourself to, to feel so much more and see how far you can go, you know, by being present and um, just expanding. Cause we we have a lot of limiting things sometimes in our perspective. Uh, one book that I have read that I always suggest and that's coming to mind right now is um, written by Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap. And- and he talks about our upper limiting beliefs and the reasons why sometimes we self-sabotage our bliss or our success or abundance. And there's so many reasons um, you know, listed in there, you know, fear of leaving people we love behind because they're not in that energy, or fear of um, you know, not being worthy of that that higher state of bliss, or you know, just not knowing what that entails and being uncomfortable reaching it. But if we can continue to allow ourselves and choose to push past those limiting beliefs and, and just see what happens. We're going to recognize the magic of our own being and being able to make that happen, but also in the world that's constantly reflecting that bliss and giving us the opportunity to experience it. So it's a beautiful thing when we we step into that.
2: Mm Mm-hmm
1: yeah I love that so encouraging for for the way things are going and the type of entertainment people are looking for and recognizing the real thing and yeah, it was making me think when you're talking that yeah you get to bring that bliss back with you so like oftentimes you go on a vacation and then you're like oh it's already over and then you go back home and you're like now you're feeling down and low because you were having this like karmic high and now you (laughs) have obviously there's a trough that comes with every wave so when you come back you know like if you're I mean, thinking back to when I used to party and things, you would be out mm-hmm. all night in a party and you would be feeling so high. And then the next day you're feeling so down and low yeah. where with, if we're, if we're conscious about what we're doing and you're, you're used, using these kind of healthy ways to feel these, these blissful experiences that you get to actually bring that back with you. And like what you were talking about, you can invoke it again, just realizing, oh, it wasn't really, it wasn't really the, person that was talking it wasn't really the the setting it wasn't really any of that it was really that it was really coming from a higher place and that and that is always available and always there we just need to receive it and accept it and yeah i think uh, i love that so yeah for those that haven't been on a, a spiritual retreat going to a magical place having good people around you that are that are helping you with that, it will just recharge your batteries. And then you can bring that back to you know, when you come back home, then you're even more motivated to do whatever it is that you're doing, you're more motivated to get back into your meditation. I find after ceremonies or retreats, once you come back home, and and you're in your meditation, for me now, I just get like, a, it replays the movie. I do my techniques. Mm-hmm. I sit there and then the whole thing just comes back again. Yes. The spiritual teachers start talking to me again and reminding me of what I what I forgot. And you can just keep it with you. It doesn't have to be like a thing that that fades away. The more that you keep stoking it and blowing on that, it can can stay with you. So that's a yeah. cool thing about retreat.
3: Yeah, a lot of my music was actually uh, channeled through from experiences at retreats, Uh, even self, you know, solo retreats I've taken to Sedona, just day retreats. I'm in Arizona, so I I travel up to Sedona. It's only a two hour drive and just go on a solo trip with nature. Um, And, you know, a lot of my songs were written. from from that, you know, just those times by myself in nature, or with others in retreat in nature, uh, and so yeah, there's just amazing things that can come from, you know, doing that and then putting yourself in the position to receive those types of activations.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing. We also too the the seekers of the eternal. We have a house in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh wow really yeah so we're making a little a space there where people part of the community that can just book time to go go to be out there in the space and I'll be painting murals there as Ooh. well and just kind of creating a little little place for people to have their own little retreats together and connect with other people so yeah oh my and goodness I'll have to come, too.
3: come vibe yes Scott still's right right down the street for me yeah amazing
1: that's really yeah maybe yeah we'll have to we'll have to talk about some collaborations things we could do out there then
3: that'd be so fun uh,
1: mm, amazing <laughs> well it's been so fun chatting with you i feel like we could we could keep going into so many more things um is there anything else that you'd like to share usually what i do at the end of the um, time here i just share some words from yogananda to send us out um but is there anything else that you'd, you'd like to share with our listeners we'll put links to all of these offerings in the show notes here so people can okay. find you um but yeah it's been so nice connecting with you i really enjoyed our conversation and look forward to keeping in touch
3: yeah you as well yeah i think that you know my my biggest takeaway for people today is just trust in yourself trust in that whisper of your spirit that's always speaking to you let yourself hear it and let yourself receive it because it will guide you to unfathomable bliss and prosperity of your being and um you know have fun along the journey have fun along the journey uh for those who like my music i'll be sharing and i know this might be fun for you to hear i've got a healers unite remix that i'll be dropping um probably in the next month or so cool. um it's really exciting it's like an edm ecstatic dance version of healers unite that was created by this amazing dj in prague who had heard the song and, and just got inspired to create a remix and it's it's epic so i'll be releasing cool. that and some other music soon but uh, yeah this has been beautiful thank you so much. For having me, and um, I just look forward to continued collaborations and communion with you and and all others who are inspired.
1: Beautiful. I look forward to that release. I'll share that with everybody too when that comes Mm -hmm. out. Thank you. Also, too, is that what we were talking about at the beginning, this Warriors of Light, we do it every Tuesday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So if anybody's listening, wants to join in, that's on Twitter spaces. Oh, it's just a 20-minute meditation. We feel joy and bliss, all these things that we're talking about. Cultivate that within us. And then we share that, you know, your imagination creates your reality, the reality that you want to move into. It's very important that you constantly see that future and get around other people that believe in that future and that we can walk towards it. And so it's it's a it's a powerful thing for ourselves. And then also we are these superheroes. We gather together, we know our power, we know what we're here. We meant to be doing this. If you can smile in the dark times, I think it's up to you to share that energy with others. So this is a way that we can do that on a regular basis. So tune in anytime with us. And I'll just end with some words from Paramahansa Yogananda. This is a book that I often read from here. How mm-hmm. to be happy all the time.
2: Ooh, I love it. Yes, <laughs> so important.
1: Yeah, and this it's this is what the great masters tell us. It's possible to be happy all the time. It doesn't mean that your 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 life situation is always going to be great, but you can be happy even when it's doing this. You can be inwardly happy. And if you're inwardly happy, you can share that happiness with others. And Yogananda tells us that bliss in motion, that's the definition of love. No, Uh I think what is love? Is love that I'm attached to you, that I need you? Or is it that I can feel, cultivate, receive bliss and share it with you? Yes. It's a giving And then at the same time, you can also receive that back so you can feel it, share it, feel it at the same time. There's no attachment. There's no, you know, wanting to hold on to something or feel this, this, you know, selfish desire. That's not love. It's, it's a giving. And so some words from Yogananda here, he says, your desire to be happy must include others' happiness. When we serve others, we serve ourselves. Do not think, I will help others. Think rather, I will help my own. I will help my world because I cannot otherwise be happy. Peace. Amen. Thanks, Risa. (laughs) Thanks, everyone listening.
3: Yes, thank you so much, beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. and joy to you friends and we'll be back again next week blessings well so jay will turn off the recording there we'll edit the ed- edit the last part out but yeah it's been so nice cool. hanging out with you i feel like we could talk you're all day as well.
3: <laughs> yeah you're as well chris thank you so much for having me and please keep me in touch if anything you feel called to share or collaborate on i would love to it's it's very clear that we have some soul kinship on many levels. So I'm really grateful that we were able to connect uh, deeper with this and just share a conversation. It's beautiful.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I think a lot of people we're we're I don't know if you know too much about what we're building with the seekers of the eternal community. A lot of it is sort of hidden behind the web three world right now okay, as we're yeah. building an NFT collection and uh, just connecting with more and more people. I think I think your your words and your offerings will be very valuable to the type of people that are finding us and um becoming part of our community so you, you never know where the collaborations could lead we we in the future want to do you know seekers of the eternal retreats and bring in different people that have different abilities and offerings and combine them for you know more and more just connections with people so who knows as we as we start to pull those together we could be collaborating there um yeah. And so, yeah, so wonderful to, to be with you. This is like for us. I I don't know if you are you in the Web3 NFT world at all? I
3: haven't gotten into it yet, but my partner's into it a bit. So I'm mm-hmm. going to have him show me the ropes because I really want to tap into that kind of stuff. I'm uh learning technology more and more and all the ways we get to you know shine light with that so mm-hmm. yeah I'm I'm getting I'll be I'll be entering that space. Soon. Cool. I be <laughs> I see it
1: really working well for you because there's so many people in this space that are interested in these type of things. Mm. I, I didn't know that when I first got in into it, but now that I'm here behind the scenes and connecting with other spiritual groups there there is this this kind of people ripe for uh, wanting to become the best versions of themselves and to start tapping into spirit. there There's so many in this space. And also for musicians, mm-hmm. Web3, I really feel it's it's a place where you can start to to build in these times where it's a little quiet and there'll be yeah. pioneers that have like, you know, you know, be here from the beginning as is, is, this is because that's where we're going with the future is this more of a um community Uh, co-creative kind of world that we're making together so I feel like the okay. the opportunities for musicians and artists eh, are are pretty cool. So I'll keep you in the loop of, of things there. And yeah, it's cool to to know that Dijon is 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 starting to tap into that world too. I'm the same way as you. Is like I'm just an artist. I don't I don't know all of the technical aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But as I became interested, those type of people started showing up, like Jay. Yeah, thank goodness
3: for them. Because
1: yeah, they do all that <laughs> part of it. I'm I just intriguing. create. You know.
3: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. oh beautiful well thank you for that yeah keep me posted and i'm just wishing you a wonderful day and thank you again for having me and um, yeah i'm looking forward to continuing to connect with you
1: so. amazing yeah have a wonderful day as well we'll so mm-hmm. talk to you soon All right blessings to you talk to you soon
2: bye warriors so lifted warriors of light warriors so gifted warriors unite We have swam the rivers, sang under moonlight We are nature's healers, we are cosmic sky We got the power, we got the light We got the fight, we got the power We got the light, we got the fight We got the power, we got the light We got the fight, we got the power We got the power, we're here to save the world The Magic rights. We honor our ancestors for us that gave their life. We got the power, we got the light, we got the fight, we got the power, we got the light, we got the fight, we got the power, we got the light, we got the fight, we got the power, we got the power. We're here to save the world. Fight. We got the power, we got the light, we got the fight, we got the power, we got the light, we got the fight, we got the power, we got the power, we're here to save the world.